Visceralist Podcast, episode 123. One, two, three. <laughs> Some would have you believe easy as ABC. Do, re, mi. Mm. Do, re, mi. It's a musical uh, series of notes. It's supposed to be a scale <laughs> in a certain key. Not actually that easy. If you don't have perfect pitch, it could be do, re, mi, fa. You know. Man, I remember doing that in music class. We had to do the do, re, mi, fa. Ooh, ooh. That was, exactly. <laughs> you must, you must have been I cutting. Must be cutting class. <laughs> Visceralist at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out if you have questions. We're on Instagram too. Um, and Patreon. Uh, Blossom Pastor. Uh, I get uh-uh. right into our. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Yep, it's gonna happen. Uh, if I have to sign up under a, a pseudo account, I'm, I'll get a burner Gmail account to sign up as a Patreon, just to get you to watch Velocipaster. Be pretty good. So, listeners, uh, get on it. Oh. Um, only yeah. do that if you tell me after it happens. Then, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not gonna tell. I mean, I I probably shouldn't have told you right now because. Now you're going to suspect that when it, when it happens... <laughs> All of a sudden, it's going to be this big bump tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is suspicious. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, let's get right into our first segment, Trifling in NYC. Uh, I understand you have one involving... Oh, you just cut out. Uh, is this better? Because I understand. Can you hear me? Okay. So. uh, Yes, I can. You have one involving a Brooklyn Museum. Uh, Is that right? Is that in an exhibit? It was at the Brooklyn Museum. That is correct. That's correct. Go for it. Um, I went to a show called, well, it's put on, um, it's a show for the artist cause k-a-w-s and it was called i think it was called cause what party um and say that what what party i think was the name of the show yeah um now going into it honestly i didn't i just agreed because there were some people like hey you want to check it out and it's like i had some name recognition about the artists and but i couldn't really tell you more than that. Like I knew there was some collaborations with some different clothing brands like Uniqlo. And I knew like somewhere along the line, like some like vague association with like Pharrell and like bathing eight people. Right. But I didn't really know anything um, about cause. I believe Um, he uh, was involved with, I, I first heard of him when he, he designed the album cover for, uh, clips album called till the cat or no when the casket god when the casket drops <laughs> do you remember that um i know the album i don't know the i'm looking up the album art right now uh yeah this does look yeah yeah so he um you know he did uh yeah so cause 
did the clips till the casket drops album art, uh, which I don't know, like a little bit. I, I, I was looking forward to that album. I remember. Um, and I was just thrown by it because their previous album cover, you know, the clips as we, as we know, rap about drugs, drug industry a lot. Mm-hmm. The previous album cover had them, uh, I think, in a dilapidated kitchen with a dilapidated stove, but with a, mo- a wall covered in $100 bills or dollar bills. Yeah, damn, look at that memory. <laughs> well, and then the first album cover was a drawing of them in a car, some sort of like convertible Eldorado with, with Jesus mm-hmm. in the driver's look seat. Look at this guy. Wow. But I feel like we might be getting off topic. So, And I've, I've now hijacked your trifling in NYC, <laughs> as I do sometimes. So uh, why don't you just go ahead? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Size setting every time. <laughs> All right. Yes. Let's, uh, let's soldier yeah. on. So he started off as like this, um, I think he's actually from Jersey City. I learned this yesterday. Jersey City, then came to New York, um, you know, in the 90s, was started off as graffiti, which it seems like we're all <laughs> artists, popular artists these days seem to start <laughs> somewhere. It's like some kind of street artist. Like if you're from like, New York or, or Los Angeles, like you started off as a street artist, right? And then you became slowly like more popularized and like yeah. more mainstream somehow. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess, you know, I'm thinking Kenny Scharf, um, I don't know, Banksy, sort of. Yeah, yeah, so... So now he does like he's got those big statues. It's kind of cool. It's like this. Um, I think it's like a take on the Michelin Man. Sorry, those I think tires uh, and just, just move your mic up a little bit. Um, okay, just how's that? Yeah, coming a little hot. Uh, yeah, that's better. Okay, so it's like a take <clears> on the Michelin Man, and it's like some some of the stuff is in very vibrant colors, but it's all like at at this point, I think it's turned just to be like, um, like pretty commercial like very mainstream like there's nothing wrong with i guess mainstream like i don't have a big problem with it i mean he's really well known it just i don't know for me i just agreed to go and actually all of us sort of came away with the same came came away from the show with like the same feeling of sort of like yeah it was okay it was like yeah right but um but i'll tell you this the show was an absolute magnet for some of your Favorite kinds of people. Um, hmm. What kind of people would that be? <laughs> oh, the hype beasts were out there, and oh. I saw some pretty, some pretty sweet outfits. I knew that people would be planning these outfits. I was like, mm. <laughs> they were looking pretty, pretty yeah. sweet, and ex- ex- the sneakers looked very exclusive. It's like mm. I don't know. <laughs> you see any of those uh, um, Back to the Future Air Mags? I did not. I bet you, like, this was another thing. Like, man, if we had gone to, like, the, the show opening, the opening party for this, oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> it would. <laughs> yeah, that's where people are demoing their outfits Whoa. on Instagram, setting up, like, Twitter polls. So what should I wear to this? Yeah, that, yeah. that would have oh, been. They would have been showing out. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it, actually. Like what? Um, Do you remember any of those outfits specifically? From from the opening or from this? From oh, yesterday. this. Did, did oh, you, well, did from you yesterday, go to the there opening? There was somebody or? that had... 
No, I could go and look up pictures. No, don't no, do that. I wouldn't go there. Just embarrass myself. People would be looking me up and down. Like, <laughs> no. And your business casual? <laughs> My self, self-esteem. I would, you know, I think I would, you would have to go one way or the other, right? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't match their hype beast casualness. So I'd have to like wear a suit. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> not even try to compete, and just be like, yeah. This have is, to go. This is the way I'm going. You'd have to go like full on Carlton Banks, which. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> but think about yeah, that one. I know but, that. Yeah. So I saw, I saw some great outfits. I mean, the, the hype beasts were out. The social media influencers were out, and there was so. This is what like really blew my mind, and it was like I was. It was a little trifling at first, but then I had to understand where I was and just accept it and realize that I made the choice to be here. Right. Like right. nobody, this was a whole conversation I had with myself and then with the rest of the group. I was like, <laughs> I can't be mad. I chose to be here. Like it wasn't like this was like completely out of the blue that these types of photo shoots would be happening. Um, Sorry. So, so in one, in one room, there was this combo, of, there was this team of ladies, right? There was two of them. It was just a pair. And it was a big room. And in the middle was one of like the Michelin man things. And on the far wall behind that was just like this bright neon stuff with the faces, with the X on them and the hands with the X, you know, like the Mickey Mouse business, like the Mickey Mouse Michelin man combo that he does. Type right. Of deal. Um, but the one on the ground, the statue on the ground was like sitting cross-legged head head in their hands right and so i walked past it first because i just walked past the open doorway before i went in and someone was um sitting down in that exact pose maybe like right in front of it and their partner had the iphone they were down low getting all the angles (laughs) i was like okay i was like wait a second so then i backed it up (laughs) and i went in and i just observed they she did about three to four different poses on the ground had to review them and then she got up and then they switched places and this is what was impressive to me because i was like man like i don't i didn't i couldn't tell i don't think it was a romantic relationship but i don't know for sure but i was like whatever type of relationship they have with each other like they're like really like dedicated to each other because they were both going through all these poses like giving each other tips no put your hand up like this to this (laughs) like and then they stood up and they were doing it and this went on through like the whole show. You'd go through a different room; it'd be like a different pair of people doing something very similar. Now, yeah. were they? So they were. This this pair of women were trying to mimic the pose of this cause sculpture, right? They did. A lot and of people were doing were, it. They were just the first ones that I saw. Were that was other a, people? A thing. Were other people trying? Um, like, were other people? standing around because presumably people are trying to enjoy the show get a good look people at it we're trying to enjoy were, the show, were they but... um in interrupting your ability to to look at the thing at all or? no they they weren't they were actually like fairly unobtrusive right like okay. for for that one for a couple of the other ones it was harder because it would be like a big piece on the wall then somebody would stand in front of it and do like what was happening it was a lot of like mimicking what was happening and standing in front of pieces and it was just so much going on and I was irritated, but then I just had to accept it. So like, I guess if anyone was trifling, it was me in that situation, perhaps. Right. Cause I like, I should have known what I was getting into, but maybe I didn't until I actually got there. Yeah. I mean, and then I was that, like, oh, yeah. that sort of, uh, behavior, I guess, <laughs> uh, 
definitely more appropriate there than at the other exhibit we saw at the new museum <laughs> recently. Oh, uh, oh yes, yes. yes. This exhibit that called would be called Grief and Grievance. Yeah, called Grief and Grievance. Um, um, great, great exhibit. Uh, highly recommended, but and people can look it up but for what it's about. But um, definitely, that that sort of behavior would have been quite quite a bit less important or less appropriate. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, but cause sure. yeah, this is sort of more of a fun uh, sort of. I mean, yeah, he attracts like I assume. You know, he's about cool, which you know. coolness um, and uh, high fashion, not high fashion, but streetwear. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, now? yeah I can hear you. Okay. Um, cool. So uh, how long were you there? Was it, is it paintings as well or just sculptures? Um, yeah, paintings and sculptures. And then, I, you know, he, I did not realize that he had like furniture with, like the stuffed animal version of these things. What? As the cushion. What, what do you mean? Like imagine a chair, except it's like little dolls of the sculptures. And they are the cushions. You know, like Flea used to wear those pants that had like dolls all over them and stuffed animals. <laughs> no, I don't know any of what you're talking about. Like Flea, like those pants are the flea. upholstery. Would be like the upholstery for these chairs and sofas. There were a couple okay. of I, I'm going to have to look up some photos of this. Uh, yeah. That, that sounds interesting. Uh, do you know, just, do you know Flea is in Back to the Future? Part two and three? And possibly no. part one? Okay, what? Yeah, he plays one of, he's this character named Noodles. Okay. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I, I don't know. I I haven't watched the movie. I haven't watched in the movies and recent, three in parts two and three at least, and possibly part one. I definitely should have. I don't really know what I'm talking about here. I I'm just look into this. I just know he's in. Uh, and I'm not sure if he's part of Biff's gang, but he that might would be. make sense. He I might mean, be. I don't know. What else. He could be playing like a nerd or something. No, his name's no- Noodles. He's definitely not a nerd. I'm just uh, anyway. No need to get into that. Okay, so oh, he's McFly's boss in the future. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, in okay, so in Back to the Future Part Two, yes, he, he shows was the up. The one that used to call him Chicken. He he. Well, several people have called McFly Chicken, but this is interesting. He gets into uh, he's I believe a colleague of his in Part Two that tries to get him into some sort of shady dealings and McFly is immediately caught by, I think it's both of their bosses or something. It's unclear if it was a setup, but he gets fired right away. (laughs) Anyway. uh, I gotta watch this again. Okay. So the main thing is that the, the hype beasts were, we're taking is that the main crux of your trifling or the main crux of the, no one like tried to fight you or anything. Right. Oh no! Oh man! Okay. No fights. Um, yeah, nothing strange in the bathroom. Like it was a regular <laughs> museum visit. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. There's nothing strange in the bathroom. Um, uh-huh. Okay, well let's 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 uh, get get to mine. I have a really quick one. Um, actually, 
two two really quick ones. Uh, have you heard of this uh, streaming service called Pluto? No, like the planet. Yes. No. Okay, so there's a free streaming service called Pluto that I believe is owned by I want to say Paramount, and basically they they have a bunch of different channels. It's sort of like a, a cable TV service, but like way but free and way jankier. Okay. Um. So they'll have like they have a movies section of channels, and so they have like ten different channels like um like 70s movies action movies horror movies there's each one is a channel and they run them like definitely like movies you've heard of um and not obviously not the newest stuff but um some decent ones every now and then but the it runs like a tv service like there's no there's no pause so you have to like watch the ads but it's oh gotcha okay sort of set up um yeah you have to watch ads. they do have some on-demand options for some of the shows and movies but you also have to watch ads with that so it's just an ad-based streaming service that's free um and you know i watch some stuff on it um but man it is janky as hell (laughs) and so It's it gets really frustrating because like it'll run a show like a, I'm watching like a reality show say and it'll like it'll it's hard to describe because it'll run the show normally and then yeah. it'll insert a commercial break and then when it comes back it might be like an earlier part of the same episode so it'll just like rerun wait and, you mean like are you talking like 20 minutes or are you talking like 45 seconds so i'll be so say i'll watch i'll watch like 30 minutes into an episode and maybe there's yeah. two or three ad breaks uh it's after the third ad break sometimes it'll rerun something from like 5 minutes into the episode and it'll rerun that for about 5 minutes and then it'll It'll just like jerk back, jump back. It'll jump back to where it should be. Yeah, so that that's a regular occurrence. Um, A lot of times, the uh, the closed captioning is has typos in it. (laughs) (laughs) That I like. So I was watching like like sometimes it'll be like using the wrong two. So, you know, like instead of like where it should be T-O-O, they'll use like T-W-O. One one episode I watched recently, they were, it was some reality show and someone was getting married at a venue called the Chateau Boucher, right? Okay. So that's two two French words. A French word, Chateau, means castle. And then Boucher is a name all right you know bobby boucher we we know that uh those of us who grew up in the 90s <laughs> anyway okay chateau boucher it mm-hmm. spelled the the closed captioning spelled this s-h-a-t-o-o chateau s-h-a-t-o-o mm, nice <laughs> the, the word is spelled c-h-a-t-e-a-u which i, I like think this. i th- I think both of the the janky ad placement or or the janky you know jumping around structure and uh, sometimes janky ad placement and frequently janky uh, typos. They ought to call this streaming service janky Pluto. Um, I, think it, <laughs> I think it has to do with the fact that a lot of that all of that is actually automated. 
So instead of actually having a programmer who would, you know, watch a show, you know, because they get the license rights to these shows, right? It's because it's all old contact that con- content that's being repurposed for this streaming service. Okay, yeah. so the ad break, it's all new ads that they have to use. They can't use the original ads that they used before. So I think rather in, in, as a cost saving me- method, and I'm guessing at this, they're actually just have an automated algorithm that sort of knows when it thinks it should be placing ad breaks. And it's just like, you know, text to speech or well, speech to text in this that's identifying the, um, yeah. So it's like, I mean, and I think, I think the thing is like their counter to this might be, well, it's free. But I think there has to be a better standard than that. I mean, come on. Oh, man. Yeah. It's free. Like, so, that's a, I, I get that as like, well, what are you expecting? You're not, you're not paying anything, but. I mean, that's almost like, mm. you know, uh, like an abusive husband being like to, to, his, to his wife, like who's complaining about, you know, stop abusing me. Yeah. Well, I pay for the house. So, you know. Well, I so, guess it's like <laughs> now that's pretty that's pretty dark, and I do apologize. I should I should have brought that dark. <laughs> but yes, go ahead. Change please change the subject. I would say that like the closed caption is acceptable, even though like captions have like vastly improved throughout the years um, from where they started. I would say, but that's acceptable. I can I can get down with that. But what you described, like. They're coming back from the commercial break and being at a completely different part in the movie. <laughs> right. Like, that would drive me insane. I would not be able to deal with that. I've, I mean, I've seen movies. I think we've all seen movies in like hotel rooms on those just like rando movie stations or on airplanes where you're like, oh, why are you cutting now? Like, it's this is a very intense scene and then it just like goes to commercial. Yeah. Does something weird. But like to go, to come back from commercial break. And put you 15 minutes in the past, yeah, and then jump back to the present. Like, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. Almost like they're, yeah, jumping back to the future. <laughs> but, because you know, because okay, <laughs> moving along. Man, I am pretty. Pretty what? Pretty good. So you're just, so you're now you're just jumping to Kirby enthusiasm Kirby enthusiasm review. <laughs> uh I did. Let's go in. Let's go in. I got a preview on the new season. No, not really. Podcast brought to you by Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. And then uh, the other quick one is um, a couple years ago. I was I was at uh, because of my job, uh, which was uh, I used to work at a record label. Um, they, when Google or when YouTube launched their official music streaming service called YouTube music, um, Mm -hmm. they came to my company and they gave everybody a a free year, uh, as a way of promoting the service within the music industry, you know, um, I guess maybe to get feedback as well. But, um, so yeah, so I took them up on it. Uh, so I was using it, but the day that you signed up, you like they set up shop at you know this like sort of um, like conference room basically, uh, and you had to go give your email address and sign up, and then you got it. They sent you an email. So I was in line for this with some of my coworkers, and 
uh, this guy behind me, uh, who I didn't know from before, he started talking with our little group uh, about this. We were all like kind of, I don't know, just kind of curious about it and how it was going to go because um, mm-hmm. it was just new. So uh, we started getting into um, <laughs> caching of uh, songs. So, you know, when you're caching is when you're setting up a playlist in your streaming app. Uh, you can cache something and it allows you to play it without being connected to the internet. As, okay. As long as you're, uh, see, you didn't, you weren't entirely clear on that. huh? I was listening. I was like, okay, caching. I was like, is that like, so it's like downloading it. Well, that's of. the thing. It's, it's weird. It's sort of not nebulous. I guess I just also don't understand it perfectly well, but basically what it is, you pay for a monthly subscription. You cache these, songs which is yeah they download to your phone so that if you're on a plane or something you can listen to the songs without having to be connected to the internet or on the subway whatever um so it is like a temporary download because if you stop paying your subscription and then you reconnect to the internet it's going to pull them all away right away dang so it's it's temporary in that way so but i didn't really know that at the time and again, this is like three or four years ago. I probably should have known that, <laughs> considering yeah. I actually work in the music industry. I still sort of work in the music industry, and I still don't really know how it works or what it is. And I could figure it out very easily, but I just don't want to. And I guess I don't care. It doesn't come up that much. But anyway, the point is, the, the, the guy behind us in line who started talking to us, when we when I started talking about how I didn't understand what caching is, he's like, he gave me like this, like, he's like, Huh. Um, oh, mm. he started getting like uh, what's the word? Just like not um, incensed, basically. <sighs> he was like, um, "It's like downloading to your phone." <laughs> like he really said it with that sort of tone, and like He's disgusted with you. Yeah, he was Just like, like this guy. And I definitely got like, yeah, he is one of the few, like I worked at a, at a, at a great company. Like I really had a good time there and I never really felt uncomfortable there, but it was just like one of the moments. So I'm not used to like, you know, someone just like kind of aggressively just being like, me try to try to make me feel like an idiot or just like, or just, yeah. Like what, how do you not know this? It was like, I had said, what is that? You know, it, I like at this at a street corner. Like, what do those lights do at a street corner? Like, why is one why is one red and okay now it's green? Like, what is that about? <laughs> at the age of like thirty or whatever, it was that it was that much disdain in his voice. Oh man, how long did you have to wait after this uh, admission of ignorance? On after the unpleasantness, um, yeah. <laughs> Probably about another five minutes or so. Oh, okay, that's not bad. I mean, I stopped talking to him at that point. He's well, he stopped talking (laughs) to me. We had that. (laughs) Who stopped talking first? Huh? He probably told all his friends that he stopped talking to you after he heard that. Yeah, he's like, you know, you know that guy that wears a hat all the time. (laughs) I have sort of a distinctive look, and I do wear a hat. A lot, and I did at at the office, and uh, yeah. I, I had heard that I was known as the guy who wears a hat all the time from other people that I met at the company. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that guy who wears a black hat all the time. You know, that guy that wears a hat. 
Oh day. yeah, yeah, tall guy. Eh, I don't know if he's tall, really, but uh, he does wear. He does wear a hat. <laughs> That's my hat. He loves sauces. <laughs> oh, oh, did I tell you? Did I ever tell the story on this of when I got chat? I got chastised by another guy for um, putting my hand too close to the food in the buffet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Well, w- let's save that oh, for, for next time. Save that. I love stories like that. Oh yeah, that was good. I, and actually, I'm gonna put this in my notes app right now for the next record, so I don't forget. That's so good. Um, oh man. Okay, so let's get into. Yeah, so I don't know. Thoughts? Has, has that ever happened to you? Would you Would you have chastised me? I don't know. Um. Not if, like, if we had the relationship like we have, yes. But not if, uh, like, <laughs> not like that, like, work type of relationship. Right, yeah, okay, business. yeah. So, to a coworker who you'd never met before, I mean, yeah. it's, understanding caching, like, look, that's a digital, I, I don't need, I'm not in a, I wasn't in a department where I needed to know the ins and outs of caching songs. So, right. and it's not like, you know, it's a big industry, uh, different people do different things, you know, I, I don't like, yeah, he, I think my assumption is that he's like, well, you work in the music biz. We all do. You should know what this is. Yeah. Okay. But you, so you wouldn't, you would be that. nicer to a coworker. Yeah, I, I would. I'd just be like, Oh, well, let me tell you, it's, it's this, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah. Like it'd be different if we both like worked closely with each other in some department that dealt directly with caching, then I would have. Yeah. 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 But no, not in that situation. I was like, Oh, Oh, you, Oh, sorry. I probably, you would have, you would have been. Yeah. yeah. If in that situation, (laughs) but in the situation that happened to you, I probably wouldn't have even said anything. I probably wouldn't even tried to explain it. Just be like, Oh yeah. I don't really get it either, man. Yeah. You probably let it go. Like, Oh, (laughs) Oh, this guy's gonna get fired soon. For, and probably anyone who doesn't know this. Uh, okay, I don't want to be too hard on him. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I heard about this guy that was at all the time. Yeah. People yeah. were right about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, let's move into uh, the new uh, our main segment uh, for the episode. Um, Taking a little breather from reviewing Marvel, Marvel Studios <laughs> until that sh- Loki comes out. <laughs> shows shows on DC Plus or Disney Plus, yes, until Loki comes out. Um, but uh, we are going to go back to one of our segments we haven't done in a while. It's called "Had That Been Me," um, and for this one, we'll do um, a kind of random episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, Fresh Prince, uh, relatively recently was added to HBO Max. Um, they actually did a reunion special, uh, for the show that you can find on HBO Max. I did not watch that. Uh, which, uh, famously reunited, uh, the, I think both of the, uh, actresses who played Aunt Viv. Mm. Uh, there, there was years of acrimony about, um, the firing of the the first Anviv, um, but apparently this 
TV special helped to uh, to uh, mend mend the fences, I guess. Look at Remember, that. Fix, fix the bridge? I don't know. What's the metaphor I'm looking here? Uh, we'll go with mend the fences. Okay. I liked it. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, money does that. <laughs> money at least <laughs> can give give the appearance of uh, people coming uh, together and uh, yeah, yeah. whatever. They can hold it together at least for the TV special. So this the episode we're doing now is um, it's from season season four episode six. It's called Will Goes a Courtin. Um, and this is actually we're doing this. This is actually my favorite episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, I've seen it a few times, and it's um, it takes the structure of or, or, a Rashomon. Or it has a Rashomon type structure. For those who don't know. Rashomon is a famous Japanese movie from the 50s, uh, directed by Akira Kurosawa. And it was uh, notable for popularizing a certain uh, story structure whereby some incident happens and then the majority of the movie is taken up by different people recounting their view of what happens. And a lot of times their, their take on what happened will be self-serving. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, at the end, hopefully there's some resolution that happens, but it's a, it's a story. It's a, you know, interesting story structure that you see a lot in a lot of sitcoms, um, or a lot of TV shows generally, you know, especially ones that, you know, have to fill, 22 episodes a season like it's a nice go to go to plot device um that they can use and and it's a good one i i really enjoy it i always kind of enjoy those episodes um but yeah fresh prince is a show that i really liked i watched it you know as it aired in the 90s uh and yeah this is this is my favorite one now uh you said you hadn't seen the channel was it on it was on nbc that's what I thought. Okay, I was going to say NBC. But I don't specifically remember this. I do remember them living, moving to the pool house, but I don't remember this episode. Right, yeah. So Will and Carlton uh, in this, they they spent like two seasons, maybe the last two seasons living in the pool house. Or at some okay. point. So they were there for a while. So you, I, I guess you just stopped watching the show at some point. Yeah, I, I never got into too deep to a lot of shows when I was younger. Like I, I liked them, but I was really just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I never, the, I guess the only Did show basketball eat up a lot of your time or the only show I think I would say that was really into was the X-Files. Oh, interesting. So you just, okay. Yeah. But what did basketball eat up a lot of time? I'm I'm just curious. Sometimes basketball. Sometimes I like, I will just be like, Oh, okay. This was great. But not like yeah, that. Like, uh, you know, I wasn't like. I guess like for The Simpsons, it was for a period of time. Okay, like every Sunday night, I was there for The Simpsons. You know, yeah. Wow. And then X Files was right after. No, X Files was Friday, wasn't it? No, X Files was Sundays. Well, I, I think it moved around. Actually, it might have started on Fridays. But there was a, a definitely a period in the '90s when it was Simpsons from eight to eight thirty, then something, and then uh, X Files at nine. Yeah, and there was married with children at some point. Well, that Not, was I that's don't think going it was back. in that rotation. Yeah, no. yeah, never mind, never mind. But no, I, I, yes. Okay. At that age, at that point in time, I was never like dedicated to a show. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I had, I would definitely get heavy into sh- a lot of shows that I watched back. Then. I mean, 
Fresh Prince, yeah. Martin, yeah. Seinfeld. Uh, it's definitely The Simpsons. Eventually, The X Files too. Um, but anyway, yeah. Let's let's get into this. Uh, I guess we can go over uh, the basic plot elements and talk about just you know just notable things. And then I I gotta have that been me question for you. Okay. <laughs> then I will also uh, answer. But let's go through it first. Um, so, uh, so the, the basically the the overall plot structure is that. Will and Carlton want to throw a party uh, at the pool. They have this pool house uh, that's actually pretty big that they, that they live in. Uncle Phil, uh, oh, and uh, their air conditioner in their pool house is broken. Mm-hmm. Uncle, They go to complain to Uncle Phil and ask him to fix the air conditioner because coincidentally there's a heat wave going on. And he's like, he says to them, they haven't paid the rent, so no, uh, I don't. Really care. I don't really care. Their counter to that is okay. Well, we'll just move the pool party outdoors to the pool, which, which is odd because it seems like wouldn't if you have a pool, wouldn't it be outdoors anyway? I don't know why they were planning on. I, I didn't really understand that part of the plot to begin with either. I guess they wanted everybody only inside but uh, yeah i, I guess maybe I if you have access to a pool why not have a pool party from the beginning yeah the well and the the other weird thing is well i guess they weren't initially going to call it a pool party it was initially just a pool or just a party and then they changed it to pool party okay <laughs> getting bogged down here <laughs> point is um, they say we're, uh, they go, they actually go ahead with the pool party. Uncle Phil gets pissed that they did it cause he didn't want them to do it. And then he sues them. Uh, and then when they go to court, uh, <laughs> when they go to court, I, he sues them for unpaid rent, but it's really just to kind of mess with them. But when they go to court, uh, they're eat will both will and uncle Phil recount, uh, their take on what happened. And this is where the Rashomon part kicks in. Um, in Rashomon, the film, it's actually like four different people who tell their point of view instead of just two. But, you know, that's a movie. This is 22 minutes of uh, scripted content to sell ads. So it's a little bit different. Um, <laughs> I would have liked to see more people uh, give their point of view on the pool party. Maybe, maybe Jeffrey. Um, I mean, Carlton didn't even give his view, and he was there too. He was there too. It would have been good to to do that. Maybe in the initial script, they did have Carlton, and they just had to had to edit it out or something. But yeah, that would have been that would have been great. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically the plot. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just go through these points. I took some notes. Uh, first off. So with the oh sorry I should back up they show what the pool party was like it's about a four minute scene yeah and then they do then they go to court and then they do the recounting so the real pool parties um, I don't know Will was was being kind of sleazy <laughs> in his interactions with the young lady it isn't yeah because he says that she's like something like why did you want me to come here? What are you liking about the pool party? Cause they do. I mean, they do have a lot of people at the pool party. She is wearing mm-hmm. 
this weird outfit. It's like a black. It's a black one piece swimsuit, but it has like some sort of lace, lacy gown attached to it. Um, it's hard to describe, but yeah, hard to describe. She, for sure. but anyway, she's she's wearing that. Will there? She's like, why? What are you enjoying about the pool party? Or are you liking it? And and he's like, yeah. And she's like, why? And he's like, oh, a couple reasons. Uh, I, I, you know what? I had actually forgotten that line. Yeah, and I he's just referring watched this to, this um, he's, he's referring to her breasts. Yeah, and his eyes got big and went down. I was like, oh, man. Like, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> um, and I will say the, the people uh, – are all in swimsuits. I mean, they're not crazy. It's a pool party, you know? Yeah. They're, they're in, I noticed a lot of them are in one piece swimsuits. Uh, the women, uh, the men are in like trunks basically. Yeah. Uh, and that'll come into play later. But, uh, yeah, he says, I don't know, a couple reasons thing. And then at some point she says to him, when, when uncle Phil, actually, can you turn your volume down a little bit? I'm hearing an echo. Um, she says to him that, uh, and this is in front of Uncle Phil when he finally shows up. Uh, she says, "Come on, Will, let's get wet." Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, she says that she comes up at, in the middle of Will's conversation with Uncle Phil. Says, "Come on, let's get wet." Anyway, <laughs> this is all just to point out how, how kind of sleazy this party actually is. Yeah, I don't know. What did you think about the the real party? The real party, like it was, I well, initially I was worried for Will because when he ran over to the grill, I thought he was just going to ham grab those hamburgers with his hand for some reason because he didn't have any tools. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're worried about. I know, and I was like, "What's he doing?" But then, <laughs> then he didn't. Um, I I was like, I the part about the underage like the 15 year old neighbor sort of threw me off um right that was like a random pop over like hey, is ashley around yeah no, we should say not. just to just to clean that up a bit uh one of the neighbors uh i guess to the to the banks family like their neighbor uh i guess yeah there's a 15 year old girl in that family and she shows up at the pool party just to um just to see if ashley's home uh, just to hang out. Uh, and I noticed that Ash, they said Ashley's out of town. And so, yeah, Tatiana Ali wasn't in this episode at all. No. And actually, uh, Aunt Viv wasn't in the episode either. No. Nope. This was uh, only the men in this one. It's true. Well, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, no. And um, Hillary. Hillary was there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there was this sort of odd... It, she felt really shoehorned in because there's this whole storyline about or the the b story in this episode was very brief and it was basically about her reporting on this heat wave but also her coming back to the newscast after her fiance uh trevor passed away now yeah i i didn't realize that storyline okay yeah i guess if you if you had stopped watching there there was an ongoing storyline where she was she was dating this guy who also worked at the news station uh he was an anchor this guy trevor he died in a bungee jumping accident (laughs) 
<laughs> and that uh. that part was actually kind of funny because it's like they're watching him his proposal. He does like his news news segment on bungee jumping, which was sort of new at the time. I guess. Uh, and so he actually bungee jumps and he proposes marriage as he's bungeeing down. But, wow. and, and this is all being broadcast live and the family is watching it in their living room. Uh, the Banks family with, with Will. And oh, uh, man. he hits, as he's saying, he's like, Hillary Banks, will you marry? And then he hits the ground because the bungee cord's too oh, long. My- it's so dark. <laughs> In retrospect, it is, but it's 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 weird. They did a good job of playing it for laughs, even though it's really dark. Um, but, <laughs> but I guess that happened a couple episodes before this one. So Hillary, that's why she's wearing all black. She's in mourning. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, and she comes back to do a quick news report on, on just on how how hot it is, and she. <laughs> It's completely pointless storyline. I wonder if Karen Parsons had it in her contract that she had to be like in, in a certain number of episodes, and they're like, "Well, we don't really want her." And it, it felt so shoehorned in. Yeah, it, it made no sense. Okay, so unnecessary. Moving along, we see the pool um, party. Yeah, so my takeaways from the pool party: it seemed, it actually seemed like a very fun party. I was, you know surprised by uh the banter between will and his lady friend um it was a little more blatant and a little more sexual than i remembered right um fresh prince being um i didn't remember that carlton couldn't swim i didn't know that was the storyline um i enjoyed (laughs) it carlton was wearing this like big uh floating device around his waist and it's in the shape of a a rubber duck, basically. Yeah, what is it? What does that, he call it? He, Donald Howard. 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 That's, right. that's funny. He chooses uh, the the lamest duck. Of course, he Howard chooses, the duck. Of course, he chooses the lamest cartoon duck. Howard the duck. Do you remember that? Movie? Don't tell me you're a fan. I was starting with the theme song right there. Okay. Well, um, asked and answered. <laughs> Uh, the rest of the pool party, it didn't seem that bad. It, it, like, it seemed like a fun party. It was just the confrontation between, um, you know, Uncle Phil and Will and Carlton just got scared. But, you know, I understood both of their points of view, I guess. But, um, the other part of the pool party, this wasn't, didn't happen at the pool party. It just happened right before, um... But I love how manipulative and hilarious Jeffrey is. Jeff yeah. is like, you, was, you want the Swedish meatball? Meatball? Only one. <laughs> I, I yeah, I was I was gonna go right to that next. Like he does. It's kind of weird, not too weird, uh, or out of character for Jeffrey. But he does two things. Yes, he's sort of manipulative with uh, the meatballs. Well, first of all, Jeffrey uh, sort of leers at Hillary uh, in the early in the episode. Because she's wearing this like oh yeah revealing dress. Uh, it's true, and like not my daughter. I say like, oh okay, Jeffrey. Yeah, he's like it's okay, and he's leering at her right in front of Uncle Phil, and he's he's as Uncle Phil catches him leering, he's like, well, it's not my daughter. The, the implication is that I mean, what? <laughs> it's, it's really not cool. Like, yeah. And then he, so there, that's part one. 
of Jeffrey's weirdness. Part two, he does do this funny thing where he, yes, he offers Uncle Phil a Swedish meatball as the party's going on. But then when, yeah, he says only one because the rest have to go to Will and his party mates. Uh, <laughs> and then part three, and oh yes, and then he's he's very proud of this and he does this weird dance puppets uh, oh, yeah. thing where it's just really weird. Uh, him just yeah, congratulating I really like himself, that. I guess. Uh, and then part three, uh he, he the will after the day after the party will shows up will and carlton show up in the kitchen and jeffrey is smoking a cigar and kick back and drinking a martini <laughs> we have what must be like, and, 10, it's like 10 in the breakfast morning. time right yeah yeah it must be pretty early and then he gives them the uh the summonses to, to court and he's really happy that yeah, all this has happened very pleased with himself right so uh yeah what 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 do you make of Jeffrey's weirdness? Um I didn't remember him being like that like kind of spiteful and mean but I wasn't against it it was entertaining. <laughs> um <laughs> like I do, I actually do remember him having like a lot of like great comebacks and one-liners. Yeah. Um he he was I mean I'm probably not going to do a complete rewatch of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but I do remember him being pretty, just kind of snotty. <laughs> which, yeah, which I guess it's you know it's kind. Of, I guess the vibe that they're going for is like he's part of the family, so he's sort of allowed to get away with that, which I guess is good. Instead, as opposed to like a more having a more separate dynamic or like upstairs downstairs type Downton Abbey, you servants better not get out of line or we'll ship you back to where you came from. Yeah. One of those types of deals. So I guess that's good. But yeah, he was, he was particularly just assholey in this episode. (laughs) I would agree. It was, it was more than I was expecting and that I remembered, but, um, but so, it, it added to the entertainment. So let's get to so once they get to court, um so I'll break down Uncle Phil's version first. So this is my favorite part of my favorite episode of The Fresh Prince. And it's when they're recounting their versions of the story to the judge. Um uh in Uncle Phil's version. <laughs> now it starts out with Will and Carlton just kind of acting like knuckleheads at the start of the party but it's a part that uncle phil wouldn't have seen so i'm not sure how he got to this but this is like where (laughs) they're congratulating themselves on on how good the party is and will says man this party is dope carlton responds no 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 this party is stupid (laughs) and then will says no it's this party is crazy fly dumb deaf doogie (laughs) now what do you think about Maybe we can do a, a little early had that been me. <laughs> what would you do if I said to you that this party is crazy, dumb, dope, deaf, doogie? Uh, I don't know. Like, like they were really feeling themselves. They were in the moment. And if I was, you know, had that same feeling, I just would have gone with whatever you said at that point. We'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it See, is. Do you, do you like that, <laughs> that string of uh, – Hype, hype comments. I guess I don't even know. Because <laughs> the thing is, I genuinely I, like them. And if you had said that, I would have probably just taken twenty dollars out of my 
wallet and giving it to you just because it's so it's so unbelievably <laughs> funny. <laughs> I could have like the last one was like threw me off a little bit, but before that, I was like, okay, all right, yeah, I was with it. And it's like, all right, Will, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you getting hyped yeah. up? I was. I'm thinking. It seemed like a fun. It was. I mean, it did. I kind of wish I would have been at that party. Now, in Uncle Phil's retelling of this, all the women are in bikinis, which mm-hmm. that's one lie right off the bat because they're basically all in one piece. And then all the guys are in speedos for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Carlton's suit was very small. Carlton's in short shorts. Yeah, um, and I, I, Will's outfit is kind of cool because he's got like this kind of loose billowy shirt and and trunks um mm-hmm. he so, actually had on a couple great outfits and in, in like well actually in all three versions you liked his version like, his outfit the old school 1920s swimsuit i did i liked it <laughs> okay like the colors i'm at it okay you you okay had that been you you wait what what are you saying <laughs> sorry i'm really thrown you like that type of swimsuit no, as a swimsuit is ridiculous. But I liked it on the, on the land. If it had to go into the water, like you couldn't wear that. That shirt looked that you no, know, the shirt was too much to wear into the water. Well, it's it a, it's a one piece. It's a combo. No, I thought it was two. Was well, it one? I think those things, well, if it's I think the accurate ones from the 20s Maybe not. Okay, so you're saying it's shorts with a, just a no, long shirt. No, I know shirt. what you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking about like the short, like the, yeah, the one piece. It's like just above your knees is shorts. But with an accompanying long shirt that like goes over your waist. Yeah, yeah. I thought, you know what, I'd have to go back and look again, but I thought his was two. Okay. But it could have been one. I feel like Carlton definitely had the had a one piece on in the old one. I think they both they both did. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you're right. Okay. Well, I just watched this. Okay. Right before. I'll I'll, I'll let you have this one. <laughs> That's a, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah. So going back to Uncle Uncle Phil's retelling, uh, it's way more salacious. Um, and in his telling, he accidentally broke Howard or popped it by inadvertently oh, yeah. stepping on it. Where. In reality, he did poke it purposely to to pop it. <laughs> he did. He just grabbed it and squeezed it. And then it scared Carlton. And away. then at the end of it, Will sort of is intimid- trying to intimidate him into just leaving the party by like saying, "You better step to me like a man." Uh, Will throughout this act acted kind of drunk, and I was like, "I actually kind of like this Will. I wonder if they could. I would." I, if I would watch a full series or maybe just a couple episodes where he acted oh, he like this. acting like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Did you like that, Will? Uncle Phil's Will? I, I like <laughs> If he was like acting all hard like that. Yeah. Uh, like it, it would have. No, not with him and Carlton both doing it. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It I was, think I could have had one of them. It maybe. did seem odd that, yeah, in Phil's retelling, Carlton was also acting like really tough and intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. I could have gone with one. And then, like, I, I, also, my other takeaway was like 
to throw it slightly off. I didn't realize how big that actor that plays Uncle Phil is. Like he was, I didn't realize how tall he was. Like next yeah. to, like just because of the way it was shot, they were so far away. There was those wide shots. I was like, holy shit, he's huge. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a big guy, and actually, like in Will's retelling. Or no, when when he sort of he like he says he's a, Uncle Phil is approaching like a rhino or something. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good, and he did kind of look like it the way he's stomping. And but that was <laughs> wasn't that in the real version? I think that was in the re- he, yeah, and in, in it wasn't exactly, but yeah, in the real version, he came through mad. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was. Um, but yeah. Anything else to say on Phil's version? Uh, I just, you know, I think it did actually do a good job of showing. Man, I'm I'm terrible with that. I, I don't know this actor's name, but Uncle Phil. Like, I liked how he was showing his acting range. He was showing so many different, right, <laughs> different ways to play the part. It was pretty good. I enjoyed that part. Uh, yeah, James Avery. Um, James Avery. There we go. So then, uh, in Will's version. We have, yeah, I wrote the 1920s film suits. I like, he says to uh, his date there, uh, can you go go into the house and bring back that book of hymns I was telling you about? Yes, the book of hymns. He had that, he had like a tall T, an extra T for her to put over because her, her suit was too revealing. That's right, like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he thought her suit was too revealing, so, so bring a tall T t-shirt. Um and yeah, it was uh, it was there was that uh, book. Carlton does this really weird hand motion that looked like something out of um, something that theater actors would do in like I don't know the 1600s to to convey. <laughs> to con- oh, you're right. To convey yes. distress. Yeah. Yes. Um, like back of his hand to his forehead. Yeah, he touched the back of up. his hand yeah. to his forehead with a little bit of a twirl. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he said he's he, he's mad. I say mad. Um, <laughs> so that I mean, a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it was really over the top. Um, and interestingly, the 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 young lady who or the fifteen year old neighbor girl. In Uncle Phil's retelling, she shows up in a bikini, but in Uncle Phil or in Will's retelling, she shows up in what she was actually wearing, which is just like jeans, yeah. jean shorts and a jean vest. Uh, so I you know, it seemed like aside from the outfits, Will's version was actually more accurate. What do you think? Huh. Because it, it, you know, he it, does it was. He, it shows yeah. Uncle Phil ripping the head off of the duck, which, you know, he, he did, it's just, you know, i.e. intentionally doing it. Popping he did, the duck. He purposely the blonde, that. the 15 year old girl's outfit was the same. Uh, he did lie when he, about, um, when Un- uncle Phil asked him to get these, like in the real, t- real version, uncle Phil says, you need to get these people out of here right away. And Will's response is, uh, or no, so Uncle Phil says, when I get back here, these people better be gone. Get them out of here. And Will's response is, they will be if you come out in the morning, Uncle Phil. So that's him sort of standing up to, to Uncle Phil. Um, now, 
in Will's retelling, he says, <laughs> it's funny because Uncle Phil's like, they need to be out in five minutes. And Will's like, four, four minutes. <laughs> yeah, four. <laughs> It'll be four. <laughs> it's just, that's so weird. It's like, I want them out in five. No, four, it'll be four. And then Uncle Phil's even more angry that he said four, which seems like, you know, he would like that. I don't know why he'd be more angry. But. Uh, yeah, he, he did seem more upset that it went to four. So, oh, I don't man. know. You, you, you don't seem to buy that Will's version is more accurate than Phil's. Um, I mean, I, I guess it's a little bit closer because Phil's was so... I mean, they were both self-serving, but Phil's was like over-the-top self-serving. Like, he yeah. wasn't even... It wasn't even close to how he behaved. He just, like, <laughs> com- completely different pool party that he went to. Yeah. Um, and I yeah, that, I will say, uh, f- f- in Uncle Phil's retelling, you know, Will acting drunk, I, I didn't actually see any drinks, any alcoholic drinks in the... the that's true. The real version yeah. of the pool party. So, I don't know. It's, if anything, kind of lame. Which yeah. sp- speaks to Will's version being more accurate. You know, this sort Will's of so- soft pedaling, you know, not soft pedaling, but like sort of more lightweight, chill hangout. Yeah. Than like huh. a fucking, like the, the I Get Around Tupac video, which mm. is what. <laughs> yeah. That so, it was not. So my, my main had that been me for this is if you were Jeffrey. In this situation, oh, Jeffrey. Okay, if you were Jeffrey, would you have snitched on Will and Carlton's pool party? Which is what he did. You know, he didn't have to come in and or like offer Uncle Phil, you know, a meatball, and then say, "Oh no, the rest are for are for Will's party." You know, now Uncle Phil probably would have figured it out pretty soon because yeah. I think there was music being played. Um. But you know, I mean, I, yeah. If you were Jeffrey, I don't, I don't would you know have the snitched? size of their estate? You know, true. But like, presumably, you like he would have been aware at some point that there was a pool party happening in his yeah. own pool. But would you have? I mean, Jeffrey, like the party was in full swing before yeah. Uncle Phil got there. I don't know if Jeffrey is trying to expedite. But what? What would if you were Jeffrey? Would you have told? Now consider, you do work for Uncle Phil's the breadwinner. Um, you know, you've been yeah. there for a while. You're not super into Will or in Carl and Carlton, but you don't really actively dislike him. That's sort of the characterization. Right. I don't they actively have. dislike him, but I do know who. Would you want? As done. the people say, "Butter's my bread." <laughs> that is what the people say. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have. I mean. How would you have done it? The whole episode was that they don't even pay rent. They can't even pay their rent. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that doesn't really matter to Jeffrey, right? But Jeffrey knows where you know Jeffrey needs to pay his rent, and he knows where that money's going to be coming from. Well, Jeffrey, not from Carlton and Will. Jeffrey doesn't pay rent; he lives there. Um, that's true. That's a good point. Right, but yeah, his pay. So, his pay. Does, does he does, so he's working twenty four hours a day. He doesn't no, work twenty four hours a day, but he has like a room in that in like the house. Working hours. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But he probably okay. also gets a 
you know, pay on top of that. I assume it's free room, room and board, but then also a paycheck. So we can assume that. Um, I probably, I guess it would have depended on my mood, but it seemed like he didn't really have much else going on. You know what? Actually, if, if they had asked me, now this is now Jeffrey's that's never came up, okay. right? If they had asked me to make those Swedish meatballs, or if, if he was just making those as part of his elaborate scheme, Oh, so you think? If they oh. asked me to, then I probably would have told Uncle Felix, "Like, well, I'm not doing extra work for these guys." My read, right? my read on him thing with the meatballs is that I just assume that Will and Carlton did have him make probably a bunch of catering for dishes mm-hmm. for the party. But you're saying there's a chance that he might have just done it on his own, own volition. Oh, yes. Well, let me make some some nice meatballs for your party. Right. And they would have mm-hmm. been like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Set up. That's interesting. Because he didn't take them outside afterwards. No, he and never did. And they already had their own food. They had the hot dogs, the hamburgers. Ow. I hadn't seen the buns, but maybe that was, you know, buns and the condiments and the chips on another table somewhere or something. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That would make sense with his newfound Machiavellian characterization <laughs> that they're going for in this in this episode. Um, yeah, maybe he. Oh wow, that's that's a really that's a way more interesting read. I mean, they don't the episode doesn't make it clear, so it could go either way. But yeah, like him just like offering. Okay, so you're saying if so, let's assume that they did not, or no, let's assume that they did. Ask him because I think it's more in character that Will Carl or Carlton would be like, yeah, Jeffrey, you're of course going to be catering this. You know, you'll be making some food for this as well. So, yeah. So, mm. so then in that case, you are telling. Yeah, I'm telling. I, I'm honestly, if I'm Jeffrey, I'm probably telling no matter what. Just it seems like it would make things more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Get Phil out there, see what happens. I get Phil fired up. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, had that been me, um, would I have done it? Uh, uh, no. Hmm. No, I would not have. Even if they even if they asked me to to make some extra hors d'oeuvres for their party, because one of my main guiding principles is don't get involved in potential drama unless you have to. Okay, this is fall right into that. Yeah, like he knew that the I, he knew about you know the unpaid rent. He was there when they were talking about it, and. You know, he's been living in the with the family for a while, so he knows, like, and with his role, like, I mean, this episode is portraying him as just getting his rocks off just from causing the chaos. Um, okay, I'm not like, I'm not like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It's just like, oh, yeah. I'm definitely not like that. I'm far from that. So, again, if it were me uh, as a servant, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I would I would just be up in my room chilling because I would assume I'm I'm off the clock, uh, or maybe out, maybe out enjoying LA. I don't know. Who knows? But as far as just putting my nose in it and telling, because what happens if like I don't know for some reason Will and Carlton foolishly expected that they could do this under Uncle Phil's nose. What happens if they ask you? Like, right. Like, the, it how was, did he, How did I can't figure out how Phil found foolish. out? Jeff 
Jeffrey, do you know? Do you know how Uncle Phil found out? Or if Uncle Phil just says, yeah. Um, well, luckily, Jeffrey told me about what your shenanigans, you know? Well, I mean, Jeffrey's got an easy cover. Like, they had a pool party at the pool at the house. Like, uh, it, it, conceivably, it couldn't go unnoticed. Uncle Phil's, like, not that oblivious. Right. Yeah, he was just chilling in the living room, too. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It's unclear what the layout of of this big estate is. Uh, But my sense is that the pool house isn't too far from the main house. No, it has to be close. And you know that there would have been music, laughter, just, you know, general merriment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, the people were smiling. The extras in the background were were definitely smiling. Like a fun party. Yeah. Made me miss going to pool parties. Yeah, that's a good point. It's been a while. I mean, are you well, are you thinking the ones that they used to throw at our high school, or was it, you know, middle school? Remember those? No. Are you you're thinking? I was just, just <laughs> you're thinking actual fun adult, fun parties, adult parties. Yes, adult pool yeah, parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't a, know if a, I've adult even adult pool parties. Oh, I guess we. Yeah, I guess I've been to a couple at like a hotel. Oh, you yeah. went. You went to the, one of those too. Um, I did, but I don't know anyone who has a pool. So, are you are you talking about friends or other people? No, I was. Homes? Well, I was talking about that, and then just like, yeah, I've been to pool parties in the past, and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know anyone personally. It's always like a secondhand connection, you know, like a friend of a friend has a pool. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, they can be fun. I don't know. I, I don't. I haven't been in a pool in quite a while. Uh, but yeah, I would. I don't know. I'd if I got invited. Will if I was somehow friend of friend. Yeah, sure. Bel Air. Oh, fancy. <laughs> right. Yeah, actually, that, the the Bel Air sure. thing might throw me off, and maybe I don't know. I guess the equivalent would be like if someone rented a house in the Hamptons. And like someone invited you out this summer or something for a pool party, yeah. You going? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going. Probably oh. making a weekend of it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I don't. I don't know. It's a little. Yeah, I might feel intimidated or insecure. Dang. I don't know. It's possible because you don't know who's there, but all you need to do is, as long as you know one person, it's fine. Right? Yeah, I would need to know at least one person, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, in summary, uh, you're snitching, I'm not. So, cool. <laughs> this list at gmail.com if you have any comments about that. <laughs> about Jay's uh, snitchery. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Way to break it down. I'm keeping my nose. <laughs> that Stephen A. breakdown. Yeah, exactly. I'm keeping my nose out of the whole, the whole foofera. That that's okay. weird. I see. Just mind your own business, but like, uh, yeah, no, it's a family matter. They can sort it out. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, well, why don't we wrap up? Because I, I got to get dinner. Uh, I'm starving. All right. Um, but any closing thoughts? Um. Eat something green, and uh, you know. I hope that you are invited to a pool party this summer. 
I actually may. I may be. I have some friends. I'll I'll let, I'll let you know about it too. Okay. Yeah. It is actually we, there was some talk about the Hamptons. With some, wow! Look at you. Some mutual <laughs> friends. So we'll see. I'll let, keep you posted. All right. All right, business podcast. We are.